Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, Ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I am here with my co-host, Patricia Kirkman, PK. How are you in Tucson? Oh, we're just kind of melting down a little bit. We haven't had any (laughs) rain yet, so the humidity has now started. So not only is it hot, but it's hot and humid, and we're just not used to the humid part. No, that's not uh, a good thing in Arizona, huh? That's no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, it's okay. I'm, I'm glad they keep saying we're going to get rain. <laughs> they can keep yeah. saying that it's just not happening. Oh boy. Well, I've heard about rain, but <laughs> yeah, I've heard isn't it the monsoon season? Yeah, it is. It is huh. that. So that's why it's so much hotter than. Well, you feel the heat more because of the humidity. There's no rain in sight for us locally or close by. But uh, a couple of days ago, our friends down in Douglas area, they got rain overnight, but not us. Not you. So oh, my. Well, hopefully. Water, I should say tread <laughs> sand. <laughs> yeah, really. Help your neck. Gosh. Well, we've got some yeah. events coming up in the skies, and I know you're all excited mm-hmm. to uh, give us some the warning. So here we go again, right? Yeah, yeah. Mercury retrograde. Talk to us, PK. That's right. Well, it starts on the 7th, ends on the 19th. As we all know, when Mercury goes retrograde, unless you're born in a retrograde, it turns everything upside down and backwards. Anything to do with communications in any way, shape, or form is subject to be thrown right out of the water or the lack thereof. And if anything breaks down electronics, that you're going to see a lot of that. Don't throw it away. Don't run out and buy something new. The odds are possibly at the end of the retrograde, it may start working again. I mean, it's not a guarantee, but I'd rather take that little two-week hiatus and find out for sure before I put a bunch of bucks into something. Besides that, during a retrograde, it's not a good time to buy anything electronic. Odds of it That's right. And we have to remember cars, they've got all these big sales because of the 4th of July. Well, all that is electrical. We've got digital cars, everything in there. Not just plain old computer driven things anymore. That's right. So look out. We've got issues there. And the sad part about it is do remember that anything to do with communications, like we are right now. Things are tending to be turned around, misplaced, messages get lost. All types of things can and will be going wrong. So you may think you're hearing one thing when you're actually hearing something else. 
And so, dear God, don't invest anything right now. The odds of getting what you put your money in are slim to none. So just kind of hold close, put your feet up on the chair, and just consider this a time for hiatus called Let It All Go By. All right. And isn't it a time yeah. also, Mercury Retrograde, to just kind of review? Isn't it a review time? As much as none of us like to really do that because we like to move forward. Well, but, um, yes. And it's any time, anything that we've been working on, it's a good time to go over it. The odds are we won't complete it at the time, but we may find additional little tidbits that we may, we want to work on more uh, closely once this is over with. It's just hurry up and wait. Read what you've got. Go over it. You may change what's on there, and two days later you may change it again. So don't think of anything as being complete. It's to work with, look at, redo, review, and after the 19, put it in motion. I mean, we just had we just have a uh, lunar uh, situation last night. Uh, where, where did that take place? Gosh, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> I was watching it on the news. Go, God, that's gorgeous. Oh my goodness, it's black as can be, and then it's bright as can be. That yeah, was another eclipse, huh? Eclipse. Yeah, the, the eclipse. So many people had flown down to take a look at it. I'm thinking, God, that must be nice. Mm-hmm. The the Quite an event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, follow when you're it. Taking a look at what's going on with this. The other thing to remember is this month is a one month. It's about fresh starts and new beginnings. Well, we're doing it with the retrograde about to take place, but we're starting it out with the retrograde on the 7th. We've got a couple of days to kind of get ourselves anchored a little bit, but it's all about reviewing, letting go of what we've just been through, but don't review, I should say, go forward. Make your list of what you want to do. Get it moving because you're going to find out that that's where you you stand your opportunity for some good things to take place. Okay, so we've away. got our plan. We've got our instructions. This is what we need to do over the next couple of weeks. Luckily, it's not a long Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde. We've had some long no. ones, haven't we? Oh God, haven't we though? That's uh, they've been sure. horrible, but. Let's hope this, you know, this moves quickly. So. <laughs> well, since it's, a, since it's a one month, I'm, I'm going to hope that because it's all about what we individually do, putting it all together, that we stand a better chance of, of riding this one through without any major calamities. Because we don't have to rely on others to take care of it. We only have to rely on ourselves. Well, that's good. That's good. Okay, I like that. That's a little more manageable. I trust me, and I trust you, so we're in good shape. <laughs> We're good. We're good to go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. We've got today. a great That's guest tonight, too. Oh, my God. Do we have the greatest guest? Isak Perry mm-hmm. is here with us tonight. We have so much to talk about. Soul healing, candle reading, La Olympia. Oh, my goodness. He has it all. And he's just gotten back from Ecuador where he sponsored a wonderful event for the second year running. We're going to hear all about that. And if you want to call in and ask Isak a question, the phone number is 563-999-3539. Again, that's 563-999-3539. We're talking all things shaman tonight. And before we introduce him, I just wanted to go through a couple of things. We have some paranormal news. Now, there, mm-hmm. there was some 
talk about these crop circles popping up all over France. Apparently, they've had six of them, but some of them they think are hoaxes, which is always the case with these crop circles. Yeah. I never know what to think of these things. Do you? I can figure them out myself, but what else is new? I'm a little slow on the uptake of some of those. Yeah, I'm just not sure. And we do have a guest coming on the show in a, another month to talk about crop circles. So I've got a lot of questions about them. But all of a sudden, there have been six of them that have shown up. But some of them, they were able to find some tractor marks, so they knew they were man-made. But others, are they're not so sure. So I don't know why all of a sudden these things are happening in France. If there's a crop circle club that <laughs> has taken it upon themselves <laughs> to make no, these things. Yeah, but they've had quite a few of them. The other thing that's interesting, and I did post this on our Facebook page, so everybody, if you haven't gone there yet, take a look at all of our stories. They're all up there. There was a a strange Twitter post by Tom DeLong. Now, we're not a big fan of this because, uh, I don't know, he's promised certain things and and certain uh-huh. disclosures that just haven't quite come about. Now, according to this tweet that I posted on our Facebook page for Supernatural Girls. He claims mm-hmm. that things are going to come out, some negative, some won't make us happy, but he never says what they are. And this he posted in early June. We haven't heard a thing. So, meanwhile, I contacted our dear friend who has contacts, real ones, in some of these agencies. Uh-huh. And he asked. He said, is disclosure forthcoming? And they said, no, not from us. Mm-hmm. So, that's the word from the other side of the fence that it's not coming. They've been, you know, basically feeding us, leaking things out gradually. And we've all been sitting on the edge of our seat, hoping that maybe they'd come clean with some of this. But according to my buddy and your friend too, uh, not going to happen. So we'll see. We'll see. But so well, far, Tom has we, not provided us with anything solid. <clears throat> we know that there were going to be secrets made, don't know. We've seen a bit of this. And we've watched different things taking place, but the door being opened in the banner being shoved out there to say, hey, this is it, has not happened at all. Mm-mm. No, which we kind of expected because the only way it would happen is if pressure is being placed either from another superpower saying that they're going to release it if we don't or they're going to release it first or some other pressure from out of this world. So unless that's happening, then I don't see this coming about because there's no benefit to the government for revealing that they've known about this for a lot of years. And so we'll see. It's a very interesting time to be alive. We're all hopeful we'll get some, uh, some part of the truth, but I would imagine it'll only be part of the truth. So we will see. But in the meantime, everybody, if you need your numerology done, then PK is the one to see. So go to patriciakirkman.com. You can sign up for a private session with PK there. And you can also find her on our website, supernaturalgirlswithaz.com. And you'll find out everything you want to know about your name, your birth date, what's coming up, your skills, your challenges. PK will inform you as to all of that. And if you want a soul realignment reading, you can find me on supernaturalgirls.com. Just send me an email, and we can get that started for you. I am in the middle of a new class, which is going to give you a soul realignment manifestation map. This is something new from Andrea Hess. It's very exciting work, and it's very powerful work. And it's uh, it's all about manifestation right now. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, it is. But 
She has come, yeah, she's come up with this amazing work that will take this even further and simplify it for all the clients. So it's an add-on to the soul realignment. But if you're interested, just go ahead, send me an email, and I'm happy to discuss it with you. We can take it from there. And let's not forget those fabulous candles, magical candles made by Bruja, Katrina Braspold, and me. They are available on the Supernatural Girls website. And just if you can't get that thing to work, I hear the shopping cart's working, but if you're having problems with it, just contact me directly by email. You can find me again at SupernaturalGirls.com. The candles are great. I'm getting lots of terrific feedback on them, so feel free to try them. They are full of real magic. And tonight, here we go. We have... Itzhak Berry, he is a leading international shamanic teacher, healer, speaker, community activist, and author of three Amazon best-selling books. Since 1995, he bridges the spiritual and practical wisdom his indigenous teachers entrusted in him with a powerful contemporary approach relevant to our stressful and unbalanced modern times. Now, He is also the best-selling author of The Gift of Shamanism, Visionary Power, Ayahuasca Dreams, and Journeys to Other Realms, Shamanic Transformations, True Stories of the Moment of Awakening, and Shamanic Healing, Traditional Medicine for the Modern World. And he's with us tonight. So let's introduce him right now. Itzhak, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure and honor to be with you and with all the audience. Well, thank you for joining us. And just so quickly after your return from Ecuador, where you had this marvelous event. So I know this has been going on for two years that you've done this. So please tell our audience something about it, because we may have some members who want to participate next year. Oh, it it would be my pleasure. So, um, like a few years ago, my teacher, uh, Don Jose Joaquin Pineda, who is from Iluman in Ecuador in the high, high Andes, asked me to bring people to Ecuador so they can actually experience uh, shamanism for the real thing. Not, not, in, in, not in hotel room, not in conference rooms, not in, the, uh, in our regular setting in the West. But uh, surrounded by the mountains, by the rivers, by the lake and the waterfalls, and and to so they can also use their own plants and medicine and herbs and uh, everything that they actually do uh, and use. And uh, when he suggested it to to me, I, I said, "Oh no, it's too much work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's too much." <laughs> uh, to organize something like that, and uh, and I said, "Um." No, maybe I would not do that. But then um, it was on uh, on a trip, and we went to the Amazon. And the Amazon, I kind of like I had this moment of eureka, and I said, uh, "All right, uh, maybe I'll call it the Andes Summit. Uh, I'll bring all the best shamans in the Andes together." Little did I know that uh, you know, you, when you are working with shamans, it's uh, it's almost like you are trying to herd uh, wild cats. <laughs> um, they, <laughs> you come back with scratches. <laughs> yeah. They 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 all know each other, but they never really work together. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, each shaman thinks that he's the best and uh, or she's the best and the other shamans uh, don't. And, and um, so last year we had the first Andes summit uh, at Ibarra uh, in the high Andes, uh, the area of Otavalo, which is the north of Ecuador, which is the most uh, populated by indigenous people there. And they kept all this tradition for thousands and thousands of years. Um, even though the Spanish tried to um, erase all of it uh, and forbade them from using the language, forbade them to using the ceremonies, they used to do it at very late at night. Um, and so it's really uh, people who have done this work for many years, uh, and uh, these are the, the descendants of all these sh- old shamans that practice it for thousands of years. And uh, so I created that uh, event and um, invited people to come from all over the world. And we had about 40-something people, uh, 45 people from uh, all over the world in both this year and last year. Uh, They came from many different countries, from uh, like 12 different countries, from Mexico to uh, Portugal to Australia to Holland to Amsterdam to uh, England to... um, I forgot how many Canada and the United States, and um, it's quite quite amazing group of people, and um, we had a most amazing, amazing life changing experience. Um, and the, the the summit is uh, divided into t- uh, three parts. In actually, uh, one of them is the the teaching. Uh, each shaman make a presentation, uh, and it teaches the secret of what he's doing. Uh, many many times we are going to shamans and we don't really know what they do. They, we think that it's a magic or or there's something right. un, uh, unreal. But they explain the the equality of the plants and the herbs and how they work with the energy field and how they uh, take energy out and what's the power of the vibrations of sound and music and dance and movement and um so the it, and and the philosophy behind all of it it's it's such a rare opportunity to actually sit down and and with a shaman and let him speak to you in in a in a authentic uh authority authoritative way about the, their work uh and then um after that um after these three days of master classes um the, sham, the participant uh, chose uh, who to work with, uh, what kind of shaman, who, who the shaman is the best suited for them. Um, and it, that was incredibly powerful. They went to their shaman's home in, in the Andes, uh, so it's not done in a, in a class. Um, it's done in their home with their authentic surrounding, uh, with the mountains all around and um, uh, you know, we have people with uh, cancer, with skeleton problems, with a digestive system, with uh, uh, women problems, um, um, all kind of uh, different issues that um, they brought with them and include possession and, and other uh, Ill- illness that we have here in the West. Um, and that was uh, quite an amazing uh, experience for all of them. It was life-changing. And then we went to uh, the lakes, we went to the waterfall to wash and to make ceremonies there. And we participated in the most uh, important 
holiday uh, or, or celebration of the year, which is the solstice, uh, the Inti Raimi, um, where all the Andes comes alive uh, for almost a month of dancing and, and, and singing and celebration of food. Um, we participated um, in the largest uh, ceremony in Cayambe where most of the government officials came to be there. We were like 5,000 uh, indigenous people there, and we were the only uh, tall people. <laughs> we were the only uh, Western people there, and uh, they were so impressed. Uh, they announced us on the um, um, on the stage, and we marched uh, through the the altar, and um, it was a, a great great impression of, on them. And they they really appreciated that because um, in those celebrations um, we came together with them. We, we we came to learn with them and dance with them and participate with them with the, with the ceremonies with them. Um, it was quite impressive and beautiful uh, event. And for many participants who some of them had shamanic experience before and some of them never had before, uh, it was really a life changing. Uh, event and they change the perspective of life. They they experience um, what we call the, um, the the life in between the world. You know the world, the physical world and the uh, and the spiritual world, but not as a as a con- not as a uh, concept, but as a as a real thing. They they truly experience it through the healing and through the uh, classes. Um, oh, it was just amazing, and we, we're going to do wonderful. it. Uh, yeah, we're going to do it in the next year again. Um, the Ecuadorian media, which was I was very surprised, um, the largest, uh, the biggest uh, television station from Quito came and um, did a, a special broadcast on that, and um, the, the local television and radio and newspapers. The largest newspaper in, in Ecuador wrote about that half a page. Uh, it was so impressed by our enthusiasm and our acceptance of their culture. Um, but personally, from my, my point of view, is that um, we want also to have the, uh, the Ecuadorian, uh, you know, the, the Ecuadorian society is divided into many different uh, classes. And so the indigenous people are sometimes ashamed of their culture. The mestizos, uh, those, those who are mixed races, uh, they don't want to be associated with all those pr- or ancient practices. And uh, those in the, r- the ruling government, <laughs> they they don't they want they want to have nothing to do with it. But it turned out that uh, they were so curious and they were so. In, um, through our experience, that they now planning to have a, a day in our summit to invite only Ecuadorian to come to work with those shamans and meet with us, and um, so th- it's a it's a truly the condor and the eagle prophecy coming together, uh, flying oh, in the wonderful. same blue sky uh, together in harmony and peace. Uh, it's it's really a, was a, a quite amazing. Things, yeah, beautiful. It event. sounds I'm, great. I'm, I invite now, how can people <laughs> how can people get in touch with you, Itzak, so that they can sign up for your next experience? Uh, how would they find you? 
Well, they can go to our website. It's um, uh, theandysummit.com. Um, and then they can read all about it. They can read testimonials of people. They see the shamans. They, see, they can read all about the mission of this, the summit. Uh, and if they want, they can email us uh, from there, and uh, we, will, uh, we will start uh, registration soon uh, for the next one. Um, luckily, we have a lot of people who were, were <laughs> last year came again, and this year there's a lot of interest to come back again to work with the summit because, you know, what's really nice about all of it is that th- those uh, p- participants, uh, they had um, a chance to sit with the shamans outside of the event and talk to them and develop a relationship with them because we ate with them, we hang out with them, we went on the trips together. So they develop a re- emotion, very deep emotional family, which in the Ecuadorian tradition is called family relationship. They, they open their heart, they, they share about their life. The shamans were not just those uh, stoic, you know, figures that they are un, untouchable they were humans and um, the, those relationships are, are so important to develop so they can do that they can they can go to our website and uh, register uh, or at least send, send me an email that they are planning to register and then uh, we will keep in touch with them and they can always email me through my website which is just my name.com okay that's great because I know I'm already getting text messages asking about that. So just taking mm-hmm. care of that. So everybody knows how to find you. And now you're not from Ecuador. This is you are not an indigenous <laughs> person. So tell oh, us no. a little bit more about you. We remember, right. but some of our audience members are new, and so I know they're going to be wondering how did Itzak Berry get here. <laughs> Where are you from? Start there, and then because I okay. remember the story is wonderful. So please tell us this again. <laughs> well, uh, my mother was born in Poland, uh, in a town called Kolno. It's on the border of uh, the northeast of Poland. Um, and then my father is from Belarus, from uh, a city called uh, Brest, Brestovice. And uh, they, uh, they were part of the youth movement before the war. They, so they, they escaped just before the war began, uh, which is uh, luckily for them, but most of our family um, did not, were not so lucky. Um, mm. But uh, because, because they were in the Zionist movement, they, they moved to Israel then, and that's where I was born. And they, they built a kibbutz, uh, which is a commune, uh, a farming commune um, on a mountain. Uh, it's called Gilboa. And that's where I was born. And, and uh, they were very uh, anti-religious, anti-spiritual, uh, because they wanted to rebel against all their old tradition of the Jewish tradition, the religious tradition, the li- li- uh, limitation of religion. And so I grew up hating or not liking uh, any kind of religion um, practices. Um, um, but in the kibbutz, luckily, uh, we were very close to nature. We were experiencing nature firsthand. And 
Uh, we always celebrated um, the holidays. Uh, the, we celebrated nature in, in, a, in a way, the, the cycle of nature, the harvest, the spring, the, the, the rain, the, the dark nights, which is Hanukkah. All of, all of those, we gave them, we gave all the Jewish holidays their real meaning, which is the connection to nature. And so that, that's mm-hmm. a very small, very, small, very uh, important part of me. Um, and I, I actually never really wanted, never I thought, I never thought that I have any kind of spiritual power. That was not me. Um, although I have to tell you that uh, my great grandfather, which is the grandfather of my mother, uh, he was a Kabbalistic rabbi and a healer. Uh, a fact that I only knew a few years ago because it was such a, a, a no-no in our family to have somebody like that in our family. Yeah. So I, oh my. I never knew that, uh, <laughs> that, that that I have that uh, gene, so the DNA of that. Uh, I actually mm. wanted to be um, a painter, a sculptor. The, 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 person, the person that I was most admiring, and I still do, is uh, Pablo Picasso. I always wanted mm-hmm. to be Picasso. Yeah. Because because mm-hmm. I saw that uh, he was an innovator. He was uh, his line was sensuous. He was really uh, um, trying to discover the world through um, through his painting, and he was a truly a fascinating person for me. Uh, we are both Scorpios, of course. Uh, so, <laughs> so <laughs> you are doing all this in your own way. You're doing exactly yes. what you wanted. It's just done with a paintbrush. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I was born on Halloween, so what else can you um, can, can you ask? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very special time. So you make your yeah, way exactly. to, to the United States from Israel, and you ended so, up in New uh, York? Yes, yeah, so um, my wife was a uh, professional dancer and I was a professional uh, artist and we wanted to go and study um, in New York because New York is the capital of art or at least that it was in the 70s and uh, 80s and we really wanted to learn and then we never thought about staying here but uh, in New York but um, you know life was good to us and, and we started to succeed in, the, in our um, art careers and she was performing everywhere and I, I did a lot of shows in museums and galleries and stuff like that and and then until we had too many children and then uh, then I stopped doing <laughs> art and then I started <laughs> and I couldn't hold changer. on to that <laughs> yeah exactly. it certainly is so I was doing advertising to support us and then I, I around the age of 40 I, I, I started to feel empty. I started to feel depressed. I, I started to feel like uh, life, what is this meaning of life? Why, why am I doing all of that? Um, and so I went a few years through, through a few years of um, searching and um, deep depression or um, I, really I was looking at why am, am I here? You know, what is the purpose of me being here? Not just to do all of that and you know to I won awards in creativity and advertising. We were a very creative agency, but uh, it was not really in the beginning it it was uh, wonderful and it was but then what else there is in in our world, which is 
you know, in the Kabbalah, we are talking about the age of 40 as, a, as the age of, that you are entering into a wisdom age where you are starting to ask the big questions and you already have mm-hmm. your life experiences. You already know death and birth and you know uh, disappointment and love. And um, so you are uh, experiencing all the range of emotions of uh, humans. And so uh, that's where I was. And until I read a book by uh, Hank Wasserman, a spirit walker, and um, there's a lot of those questions that I had that was answered by his book. And I felt like, I was on my way to Hawaii on, on the plane, and I kind of finished the book in, in, uh, on, the, on the way there, and I was crying throughout the, the flight because it really touched me. And uh, in the end of this book, he was writing about a workshop uh, with Michael Horner. And when I came back to New York, there was, um, it was a, 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 a magazine with um, Michael Horner um, workshop at the New York Open Center, and I... I said, well, it's just too much of a coincidence. I should go take it. <laughs> right. And that, that, was my, that was my first experience with shamanism. I never mm-hmm. knew that I can see into spirit world and, you know, work with power animals and travel into other people's body or diagnose people's diseases. Uh, but that happened in that class, and, and it, it really excites me to no end. And um, then I had an opportunity to take another workshop, and then I took another workshop with um, a person named John Perkins. And John Perkins uh, became very famous later on with, with the um, uh, Confession of uh, Economic Hitman book that he wrote. Uh, and I went with him to Ecuador. And when he talked about his uh, trip to Ecuador, I just knew it in my gut that I have to go, and I didn't know why. Uh, there was no reason for me to go because uh, I had an advertising agency. We had deadline. I had wife and children, and, and we never really had money. I couldn't get the money together. And, and uh, I, you know, like all the, the regular excuse of no money, no time. But I knew that I had to go there, and I, I scrapped whatever I did, and, and I went on this trip. And that, that trip changed my life because I – met uh, Don Jose Joaquin Pineda and that opened my third eye and I started to see and then I did ayahuasca in, uh, with a shuar in the, in the Andes and in the um, rainforest and uh, I had this amazing visions on all of those experiences which I wrote in my books and um, then I made a commitment there to uh, change my advertising uh, direction and I started to work with only with nonprofit organization to change the world and um, that's what I do now I mean I'm trying to bring the indigenous message to Western society because I truly believe that the way the Western society is going is going to be a nightmare it's not a dream the American dream became right. a nightmare the economic system, the, the health system, the government system, the religious system, all of it is bankrupt, and we all feel that. We all know that, but we don't have an alternative. We don't have another solution, and I truly believe, deeply I believe, that the indigenous people, those people who are not contaminated by our, by our nightmare dream, um, they, they, they hold the key for us 
to a better future. I have five grandchildren, and I, I'm dreading every morning when I wake up to open up the news and to l- listen to what's going on in our, our country and in, in our world, that there's, there's nobody, that the people who are in charge or, or supposed to be in charge, the people who hijack our government, they don't, they don't have any vision of what our planet or our children should inherit in, in 20 years, in 50 years, in 100 years. We know, we see this all over our, our, our um, society, uh, wars, famine, fires, earthquakes, floods, and we don't do anything about that. And I, I think that be, the only way we can do that is by creating a movement of a, a, a change in consciousness uh, and, and active uh, and act, activism to uh, bring all those values that uh, indigenous people have um, into uh, the forefront. And uh, that's, that's my, my life work now is to create a tipping point where there'll be such a big mass, mass of people who would demand that uh, we will live in more honorable, honorable ways in, in our life here on this earth. Not for ourselves, you know, we will be going soon. Um, you know, I experienced in the last 10 years, I experienced a lot of ex- uh, death experience or near death experiences for myself. Um, and I know that I'm, that I'm, I'm mortal, but, uh, but I, I'm very concerned about your children, your grandchildren and, and my grandchildren. What do they say? What do they do? What do they say about us that we were asleep, that we did not wake up, that we were allow all those uh, dictators in the world, all this money grabbing people to uh, take over our our planet? What are we thinking? So, I'm I, that's my work is I'm trying to bring. There's also the 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 main issue here in the the Andes summit is to bring people, and, and the people who came this time and, and last time are very powerful people, people who won Emmy Awards, people who are um, business people, people who have companies and, and they are very influential, uh, influential people. I try to change their, the way they see the world, that they have to put their uh, weight on changing the dream, that nightmare that we are living in now. Well, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing that you're mm-hmm. doing, and that's one of the reasons we wanted you on the show. You know, PK and I really support what you're doing, and we know our audience is very heartfelt about spiritual connection, and uh, it's it's terrific endeavor. And I know it's, and we know it's not an easy one, but you've already become successful. You know, with what you're doing with the last two events and your private practice where you work with people individually and we're going to get into that because we want to get down also <laughs> to the brass tacks of shamanism the candle reading la limpia all of these very amazing things that you do right. so we're going to take a very short commercial and come back and find out all about this stuff so everybody you're listening to supernatural girls radio and we will be right back pure essential oil specialized mineral, and a revolutionary anti-aging technology, Astridian. 
combines the best of all scientifically proven ingredients in easy-to-use creams, lotions, and concentrated serums. Astridian's advanced line of products take your skin to a new level of being healthy and beautiful. We offer a variety of collections that address all your skin concerns. The Essential Anti-Aging Series treats and moisturizes your skin for a long-lasting, younger look. The Multivitamin Series promotes healthy skin with high-quality vitamins and minerals. The Sports Series restores skin from cellular damage and stress. Astridian also offers a revitalizing solution for hair and a professional series for doctors and medical spas. Visit astridian.love today and begin your new journey to healthy, beautiful, youthful skin. Astridian, beyond your expectations. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with Cosmic Fusion and Quantum Vortex Energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the Source. With Cosmic Fusion, the Source Energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get Attorney Pat Quintilian's book, are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, PK, and our terrific guest tonight, Itzhak Berry. We are talking about all things shaman. So we have a list, Isak, from you of all these amazing things. PK, do you have an idea where you want to start? I mean, there's so many great things to talk about here. Gosh. I, I'm absolutely mind-boggled. I'm just sitting here mesmerized by what he has to tell us. I'll let him go wherever he needs to go because okay. whatever it is is what we need to hear. 
<laughs> what we need to hear. Okay. Well, Itzhak, you started our conversation via email with shamanic divination techniques. So let's start there. What happens with these techniques that you use to, I guess, diagnose what's going on with someone at a soul level? <laughs> uh, first of all, I have to say that it's not my techniques. It's technique that I learn from uh, indigenous uh, shamans um, in, uh, in Ecuador or in the, in the Andes and also in uh, Brazil, in the Amazonian Brazil, uh, which is the, the, the two places where I travel more often. Um, so the premise of all of it that uh, we have a physical body, emotional body, and spiritual body, and, and our, uh, our body is, um, is actually not a physical form, it is uh, like anything else in the middle world or the, in the natural world is uh, a world of uh, energy or energy particles that are moving in different vibration and different speed. They forming mm-hmm. or creating a form that is, uh, is creating our body. <clears throat> um, but uh, what's really is you, uh, what makes you per- your personality it's really not your body. Your body is just a, the, the housing or the, the, the hotel that your soul uh, lives in. Um, and the soul part is an is a, is a, is a energy form. Uh, you can call it the cloud in, 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 the, in the computer world that uh, is a, contain your, uh, your code, your, your life purpose, or what, what, what's the uh, unique proposition for you to be here on this earth what are you came here to do so our body is a is a is an energy uh, uh, energy uh, body that con- that holds the the soul and the soul is unattached to our body our soul can go in and out and travel uh, as it sometimes wish and sometimes it happened to us spontaneously at night where we are uh, uh, traveling uh, to other places. Uh, sometimes it looks to us like dreams, but our soul is um, is is what really defines who uh, you are. What you who, uh, what makes you you uniquely you. The body itself uh, is uh, because it's an energy. It's creating energy, and um, the, that energy is uh, is spreading or. Uh, radiating from our body, and um, many shamans can see uh, through uh, through that, or you can see it as holograms or as energy form around the person. The belief system is that the person uh, is this, like in a candle uh, flame. The person is that weak, the center of that, and and around us there is an energy field that is contain us, that protect us very much like the atmosphere around the earth. Uh, we don't see the, 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 uh, the, the shell that uh, hold that or uh, protecting us from the meteors and from other uh, objects that's flying in the universe and the cosmos, but it's protecting us. It's giving us the opportunity to be alive. And, um, 
in the same way, we have a, a North Pole above our head and the South Pole around below our feet. The North Pole uh, uh, sending uh, positive ions. The the uh, the um, the South Pole sending us negative ions. And uh, don't, don't get confused with negative and, and positive because negative is actually good and positive is, is sometimes it's not that good. But that's what creates the shield that protects us from negative energy, from traumas, from curses, from jealousy, from other energy that uh, some people send your way or some experiences that we have. That energy field, that, that uh, orb, that egg shell, egg form around us contain a lot of our traumas, a lot of our issues, a lot of our ancestral uh, experiences and um, shamans know when when they look at you they don't they don't see your body they see your energy body and then within that energy body they can see almost as holograms uh, issues that happened in your life that influencing your decision making your action um, um, when you come for healing uh, so they don't really look at the, your clothes, they don't look at your hair, they don't look at your eyes, but they, they see or they gaze over you to, to uh, experience um, what is it, the root causes of your uh, issues. Um, and that, that, that is what I teach for people to be able to do. Um, and uh, it is very important for a shaman to, or any kind of a healer, not just a shaman, uh, to be able to see that because many times when people walk into my uh, healing room, um, I already see the issues or the, 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 um, the spirit or the, the uh, trauma that they are bringing with them. So we can save a lot of time uh, by uh, not uh, talking about the feeling or uh, whatever psychotherapy is doing, but we can act, go and, and uh, focus on the issue at hand. I mean, I can give you an example. For for instance, if, so if a woman came here and there is a three years old spirit around her, uh, I can ask her if that spirit is uh, is a spirit of her son or is that spirit of, a, of a, an aborted child that she had. And that issue mm-hmm. um, uh, many times happened uh, where women uh, carry that guilt feeling or they're holding to that energy and uh, which create depression and anger and, and create um, all kind of different disease because they never really grieve this, uh, this problem. Um, I mean, I can give you uh, stories like that from here to the yeah, end of the program. Yeah, let's hear about but, it because are you, talking, yeah. are you talking about like when a woman comes to see you and she's lost a child in, to death and then she's still carrying the energy of that child with her and that can create this dissonance? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes she carries it that or sometimes that spirit is still there ne- next to her. Or grow, okay. I mean, she, may, she may not be mm-hmm. aware of that spirit that's next to her. Um, and I had a woman who once came to me, and then I saw that child, and, and um, um, 
I spoke to her about that, and she said that, yes, she wants to have a child, but, uh, and I told her that uh, the child, that spirit, w- w- was still not born. That it was not even conceived, but he was all around her, and, and he, the, the, the boy, that, that boy that she was supposed to have, <laughs> said to, to mm-hmm. me that he's not ready yet to come. Um, and that really confirmed a lot of her feelings that she's not ready yet to be a mother, uh, which was a very beautiful thing for her because she was so much under pressure by her husband and by her family to have a child. But that boy said to her, and, and the boy really looked like her husband. <laughs> mm. Wow. But, uh, but, that child said to, said to me that he's not really ready yet to come, uh, that give, give him another year or two to, to, to be ready to manifest into her body. So uh, th- this is just one example, and, and there's many of, of those um, issues. Like I, I have visitors from another, from another lifetime, you know, great-grandmothers coming to teach the granddaughter uh, ceremonies that they they were doing as, as shamans uh, hundreds of years ago, or other spirit that push bring people in to so that I can talk to them through that uh, through them. Uh, I can talk through oh. the client through them, you know. So through them, I, um, I remember you saying last time you were here also that sometimes people come to you and they have a serious illness but when you look at them what you see is that they're supposed to be following a shamanic path and they're not and it's creating a real uh, physical problem with them yes yes that's true tell us about Um, that well maybe one of those is uh one of those stories is uh a, a woman came to me once, and she was a beautician, um, blonde, all made up. Every, <laughs> I could not <laughs> tell where she came from. She was she looked like half Swedish, half who knows what. Um, but she was, <laughs> she was dressed very well, like all her nails, everything was just really perfect packaging. And I was looking at the candle, and I was looking at looking at her, and the in the candle, it it talked to me, tell, told me that she is a Peruvian uh, from a uh, from a long line of shamans, and she needs to be doing shamanic work. She needs to be the shaman. I I, I offered her to sit in my chair, and I would sit in her chair to to exchange <laughs> because, and she her face like really fell down, and she said uh, that's true that I'm I am from Peru. She. And I told her, I see, I see the house on, in near, it's near Machu Picchu. She had a, um, her, her ancestry had a house there with a beautiful um, uh, jaguar head on, on the, uh, a, a stone over the, over the entrance. Because they, they used to be very powerful shamans there. And her father is still a shaman. But she said that she doesn't want to, be, to do this work because it's very poor. Uh, and she doesn't want to be poor anymore. She want to be beautiful. She want to have what we have. And this will go back to where we, what I said before. 
she really wanted to be American dream. In, mm. in many ways, she did. And I told her at that time, listen, you don't really have much of a choice. If you don't do that work, you will get sick. Because oh, that boy. energy, of a, that energy mm-hmm. of a healer needs to be manifested. If you are in a life of service or healing and you don't do this work, you're creating diseases for yourself. So you could heal yourself to manifest, to, to, to manifest what you came here to do. And two years later, she, um, she came back to me and she said, I have cancer. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. She's not the only one. When I see people that are born to be healers, to, be, to have a life of service, it is very important for, for them to, to actually do that because to find a job that they can, then can, they can manifest that work for them because if they don't, they create havoc in their life. They create disease in their life. So they can find, they can do it, the healing for the, on themselves. And why? You know, so our society is not really encouraging people to become healers, to become, um, uh, to fulfill their life purpose because they think that they need to get money. And money is really not um, the purpose of all of it. And I, and I never mm-hmm. saw anybody whose life purpose is to make money. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, what happened to this lady? We want to know. Did she end up healing herself, I hope? Well, she, she sent her husband. But, uh, but uh, she, went to, uh, she went to chemotherapy. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can't tell you. Uh, it's not the only one. I, I think of maybe I told you about a, a, another story about a very famous singer who came here <laughs> because her life was destroyed because there is she's possessed and all these energies speaking through her. And it turned out that uh, behind her there were three, three women who pushed her in. And I spoke to those women and I said what what are you doing and she says well she needs to be doing healing and that's why we brought her here so you can tell her and when I told her about these three women she she knew them and uh, oh my they were in a spirit world and she knew them and and it turned out that her mother was a very famous healer uh, in in the islands um, and their relationship was so bad that she never wanted to be like her mother Mm-hmm. But she was like her mother. She needed to ex- accept that she ha- she's so gifted in that um, healing department. But she refused to listen. And then her, her um, disease was so bad. We, we, did a, uh, we did a lot of extraction and cord cutting and, and uh, a lot of work to, to have her um, back again and... Um, when when I saw her later, she said, uh, you know, she started to do that, and she's uh, now doing better. And so, you know, so that, what I wanted to say is that in that area, in this energy field all around us, uh, we are not alone. There are spirits that are surrounding us all the time and in many ways leading us or guiding us to do our work. And most of us... Um, think that they hear voices or they, they are not 
taking it seriously. They have gut feeling, but they don't uh, follow up on them. But it's really those spirits that guide us, and um, we must listen to those spirits. And we certainly pay a price if we don't, according to what you're seeing sure. in their in their energy. Yes. Um, well, that's this is really what I'm trying to um, to do is to uh, listen to have people listen to that. Um, if it's negative energy, if it's a if it's a energy of a, a negative a negative spirit then we, we remove them. But if it's, a, if it's an energy that is actually speaking to those people to um, step into their life purpose, then that's what I do. Is I connect them to their soul purpose, and so they, they are aligned with their purpose. Uh, and that doesn't mean that they have to change their work or to change their life, but they have to come from a different intention. Because you oh, can be in that's service interesting. And, because you can be uh, you can be a, a bus driver and you can do that uh, from the healing uh, way where you 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 respect every person you you pay attention to every passenger and you you say good morning you're you're you are holding space for people to for for healing or you can be a bus driver or that you're grabbing power or you can be a, uh, a driver person that seeks love from the <laughs> for the passengers. Uh, the, the, the job is not that important. The important part is that you will do what you need to do uh, from the place yes. where you, your soul came to do. Exactly. Now, when you've also seen people, I would imagine, with serious illnesses, and it's not related to the fact that they should be healers. So what other kinds of disturbances create these diseases? Well, it, it's hard to tell. I mean, each person is different. You know, like I had a woman once, she had a, a chronic pain uh, in her left shoulder for years. She was 83 when she came to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, her, it turned out that um, in the spirit world, I met her mother who was a Holocaust survivor and she was holding her nails in her shoulder I did not know that she have I did not know that she had that pain you know before she came to me Um, and um, it actually was a phone session but so I met her mother and the mother told me that when she was in the Holocaust she let go of her husband and they took him and Mm. uh, she she vowed not to let go of any person that she loved but in that way, she was holding her daughter so hard in her left shoulder that she created pain, and uh, she refused to let go of her. So it took about an hour to, of conversation with her, with her mother in the spirit world uh, to ask her to release. And lo and behold, uh, once she let go of it, <laughs> the pain was gone. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Just wonderful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is really terrific. Now, if you can talk, can you talk to us about the candle reading that you do? Because I know a lot of people have been just texting me, talk to them about the candle reading. <laughs> what, what do you do with that? Because it sounds yeah. like a very exciting thing that gives a lot of information. 
about a person. Yes. So the candle, um, uh, a white candle, and I, I heard you were doing some candles here, there too. Uh, yes. Best to use, is the best to use is a, a, a natural wax paper uh, candle. But any mm-hmm. candle can do, as long as it's white. Uh, you rub the candle over your body, and the candle absorbs the body energy or the, the physical, emotional, and spiritual energy. It's like sponge it into itself. And so for your listeners, you can just take a candle and you rub it. You close your eyes and you rub the candle over your top of your head, your hair, your face, your left hand, your right hand, your entire body, your legs, your back. And you close your eyes and concentrate. You bring all the issues, the problems, the questions that you are facing and bring it into, embed it into the candle, into the wax. And um, if you don't have anybody to read candle for you, you can just uh, put the candle down and burn it all the way down and let it go. So that way, the energy that was taken away is uh, is. Um, eliminated but uh, when you do the candle reading uh, you are you're lighting the candle and you look at the flame and the and the wax and the and the wicks and there is many there's a there's a system that uh, I'm teaching how to read it um, and for many people who have done these workshops uh, the, you know we have a 95% success for people who are doing it for the first time but I, I have to wow. tell you that uh, I learned this in the hard way, like uh, more in the indigenous way. I, I sat behind my teacher for three years and I asked him to teach me. Um, and he never really wanted to, he never said a word. He just shushed me. Uh, and he said, just <laughs> put, put your intention. And I, I said, Don, Don Jose, how can you do that? How can you be so precise uh, mm-hmm. every time? Um, what do you see in the candle? And I went, I was very frustrated because I, I looked at the candle and the candle looked to me like a candle, but nothing else. <laughs> yeah. So after three, years, I was, after three years, I was sitting behind him and I looked at the candle and I said to him, Don Jose, this woman have a problem in her stomach. She has digestive problem and she is full of fear. And he looked at me mm. and he said, <laughs> he said, <laughs> he shushed me. And that was a great compliment because I finally got it. But I, <laughs> but you know, that's the way indigenous people teach. Um, so I started to take all those uh, understanding that I have about the candle and the flame and the, and the, 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 uh, the wax um, and I wrote it down as a system, and that system now I'm teaching, and uh, I can I do that for in a day, and people now all over the world are using it uh, in their practices, and not necessarily shamans. Uh, they there are some psychotherapists, some uh, massage therapists, some uh, body workers that they are all using this system, and and it's uh, very easy because um, what you see inside uh, bring you. So many uh, 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 understanding or, or, or uh, visions about the person that it cuts the the uh, 
the 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 therapy by by eight years. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. Gosh. Well, I had a woman. Now, does it, I had a woman once it, in Poland that let, let me just, I did a, Let me just ask you one one question. Does it always start with the person taking the white candle and rubbing it all over their body? That's always step one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry because to interrupt. The, Go ahead. The, no, it, no, because, no, because, because the, do you start from the head down or yes? You always start you from. Yeah, you all. Every healing you start with a crown. Because okay. the crown is is the beginning is where the where spirit comes in, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, that's that's opening. That's that's opening where the baby is not op- not closed. <laughs> that that's the crown. Right, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you always start from the crown and you always go down, and you always start on the left side because the left side is the feminine side, is the heart side, is the it's the um, the the side that asks for permission. So you always do the left side first and the right side later. It's opposite from white people, or sorry, Western people uh, philosophy. Yes. So you you always start with the feminine side. You you don't start with the masculine side. So you always start from the top. You go all the way down, and you embed it. You let the the candle absorb your your physical, emotional, spiritual energy. Now, when you look at the candle, uh, you, can, you look at the flame, the shape of the flame. You know, if it goes up very, very tall, that means that the person is, is seeking uh, spirituality because it goes up into the heavens. If it's round, it has a more roundish feel to it. If it's a, if it's a zigzag uh, flame, it, goes, it, it, it indicates for people who are interested in aliens or abducted by aliens. Um, oh. And uh, so the f- yes, really, and it's always true. It's always true. Dude, oh my God! Wait a second. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. This is really cool. Yeah, so a zigzag flame. Yeah, because we have a lot of people interested in this. The zigzag flame is for it means that somebody has had an alien abduction. That's the yes. best thing I've ever heard. Okay, that's so, so amazing. And you said it's always right. It's always right. And uh, the thing about that is that you, when you do the reading and you see that, you can't just say, oh, I see that you are interested in, in aliens or you've been abducted by a person, by aliens, because uh, those people may have a, a very traumatic experiences with that. So mm-hmm. you, want to, you want to learn how to do platica, which is the consultation that I was talking about. Um, yeah, it's the language. It's a language of shamans or counselors. How to speak to people? So you find a way to bring the subject in a in a way that is not too uh, uh, difficult for people to hold. Uh, so you may want to ask questions around that subject. Do you believe in uh, uh, UFOs or in aliens. Mm-hmm. Have you have an experience with? So have you seen a movie about that? So you you kind of like prepare that because sometimes people, uh, some people I had as people that were experienced that, and they were it was a secret. They never really shared it with anyone. So wow, 
here you are, you are, you're opening a person up, uh, you seeing something for them that they're not really ready yet to admit or to be part of it. Part of it. So you want mm-hmm. to be very careful about how you talk to that person. Um, you also have to, to see what kind, what kind of culture it comes or he or she comes from because some cultures accept that, like, um, you know, the people in the Amazon or in the Andes where they have more experience with the UFOs, for them it's an everyday life. But for, you know, a, a wasp woman from Connecticut, it, 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 it's, uh, it's a shame. It's, uh, it's something that she never really believed in, and, and all of a sudden she experienced that. So you have to find out, you have to direct it to speak to the language of the person who you speak to uh, and, and take mm-hmm. into account the, the, um, the cultural, um, cultural belief system that they, they, they own. So when you find this zigzag flame, um, yeah. and how, what is, what are your thoughts then, and your experience with how that alien abduction affects a person's energy? Do you see into their energy that it's been changed or manipulated somehow? Well, the flame changed because they, they, those UF uh, aliens or UFOs. Uh, change that energy field of that person and most likely that person is a little uh, traumatized or they have fear or they have uh, um, it's just the the energy change that's why the the flame change okay the flame is a a reflection of of the energy body of a person so uh, and you can see that a person let's say uh, a person who have a a lot of uh, fear, a lot of negative energy or curses or um, the, the, the color of the flame is, is dark. It's mm-hmm. black and brown and gray. Um, and the person who is more happy or more, the, 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 the color is more yellow, orange. Um, you know, people who have uh, jealousy in their life, uh, there is uh, flickers of light, of, of green light in that so that uh, every color in the flame represent different quality or different feeling and uh, I teach out you know how you do that and and of course the, the blue underneath uh, which is the vitality of the person is where where the um, where the blue where the oxygen meets the or the fire or the, the weak mm-hmm. uh, that's cre- that create the blue and the blue is uh, indicates the vitality of the person. So if the blue is very low, that means that the vitality or the, the sacred fire of that person is very low. And you want to increase that. You want to increase more passion and creativity in that person. And you want to ask yourself why that person is not. And most likely for people like that, is there is a dark energy sitting on top of that fire, on top, on top of that blue and that that indicates trauma. And sometimes you can when when you you when you look at the flame and the and the colors and uh, and the location of the trauma on the on the week, you can tell uh, exactly the age of the trauma that happened. And uh, that's what I use for many ways to cut short into the soul retrieval or to work with people. 
to find out when uh, abuse or uh, trauma happened. Um, and for many people, sometimes they don't remember that, and which is the nature of trauma, uh, or the solo. Right. Uh, but but through that exercises that we do, we I open that up in in a way that is honor honoring that experience, and um, you know a lot of issues comes up, and that's part of the healing. The the weak inside the flame represent the person, the person that stands in the center of that energy orb that is around us, like like the 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 one thing I was. Uh, telling you before, right? So yes, if you see the 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 weak, and you divide it into the body part of our our body, you can tell sometimes um, if if person have an issue of, of thyroid, or if you if they have an issue of uh, lungs or heart or stomach. Uh, but all these issues are always uh, connected to the spiritual part or the soul part or trauma that they experience. It's not necessarily always just physical because the physical is the manifestation of trauma or soul loss that happened. So, um, which is very so interesting. So you can because, really uh, make a difference very, in, in very specific ways with the candle reading. There's a tremendous amount of information that you can get just from one candle reading. That's incredible. Yes. Uh, you know, yes, uh, yes. I can tell you a story about a woman who came, a woman from Brazil. She came uh, for healing, and uh, she <laughs> she decided that she's not going to, usually when I do a reading, I have a conversation or platica with, with the client, so we uncover, we're peeling the, the onion uh, layers one by one. But she decided she's not going to talk to me. She's either go, either I'm going I'm going to be good or not. And so <laughs> she did the candle, and I lit the candle, and she was just sitting in front of me like a sphinx, like no expression on her face. And I I told her, listen, you know, I I don't really like it because it's I feel like I'm you're testing me. And she says, well, I want to see if you're good. Oh so wow. I was looking at the candle and I said to her, listen, you know, I think that you have a, 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 a the valve in your heart on the left side is um, inflate, inflamed and the blood is not closing. So now this is what spirit tells me. I don't know. And she does, she didn't, say any word so I was just like I felt like really stupid and I continued (laughs) and said to her listen you know they're going to give you uh, antibiotics but this antibiotic is not going to work and then uh, she uh, pulled out from her bag a manila envelope and uh, it was a, an MRI test that she just came back from the doctor, which said that she had an inflated um, valve in her left uh, chamber there of her go. heart, and oh the blood God. did not close. And <laughs> they, gave her, they gave her this antibiotic that didn't work. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. 
Oh, my God. So, and you were able to read some, all of this from the candle. Jeez. Yep. I mean, I think that you can do Amazing. that, too. It's, That's it's incredible. Well, I, now I'm, I've, got, I've got a question because I'm getting all these questions from people in text, and they're saying, okay, can we learn this with Itzhak, Itzhak over the Internet? Do you teach this on, online, or do people have to be there with you in person? <laughs> Because now they're all excited. They want to learn how to do this. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wrote about it in my books, um, and especially the last book, The Shamanic Healing, um, The Ancient Medicine for the Modern World. Uh, I gave, like, step by step how to read it with the different colors and the different things. And you can, you can try that and to do that. It's very hard to do it online because um, the camera doesn't take – um, all the different colors and different oh, experiences. Okay. Uh, it's it's way better to do it um, in in person. And not only that, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's very difficult to do a reading for yourself. Uh, it's yeah. always better to do it for other people because you're you're not very uh, objective. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, you you would not see what other people see in you. Um, I teach that in in my classes here in New York um, um, sometimes, and then sometimes in uh, you know I, I was teaching it in many different places in Israel and Turkey and um, Italy and Amsterdam and Poland and all over all over. And, well, but, and I, I also see that you're on the faculty at Kripalo, which is in my neck of the woods. Do you ever come up and teach it there? Uh, no. Uh, I would love to teach it there. I don't know if they're ready for that. Uh, it may be too native. But, um, but I, I teach there um, the somatic approach to trauma. And um, mm-hmm. we, with Monique Lang, uh, we're doing uh, psychotherapy and shamanic work together uh, through experiential work. It's a very powerful workshop, but it, I don't teach that particular um, technique. Um, I can ask them if they're interested in that. Yeah, please do. We have a lot of people in Massachusetts and New York that listen to the show that would come to Kripalu for the day and and work with you on that. So please keep us posted. If that comes to pass, we'll put it right on our Facebook page and on the website, because again, I'm getting a lot of questions Mm -hmm. from people about the candle reading. They're very fascinated by it. And it just sounds like a, it just sounds like a wonderful opportunity to learn from you. So you let us know. That's a a big interest factor here. I'll be in Kripalo in November, I think. Uh, for another uh, work on trauma. Um, it's a very popular course, and we had it uh, last year, uh, actually this year in in February, um, and um, we're going to do it again in a different, from a different place, more in, from the sole purpose uh, direction. Oh, that sounds yeah. great. Well, I'm going to follow you on that because that's, that's nearby, so I could come in and say hello Oh, in that's person. wonderful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would love that. I'd love to have lunch with you there. Uh, not in the Wouldn't morning be because great? in the morning they don't. In the morning they don't allow us to talk. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, if they're going to be like that, then we'll just have to have lunch. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. My no, goodness. I'm jealous. Well, 
I know, really. You're going to have to come out, PK. We'll all go. But now, La Olympia, we only have a few minutes left, but I did want to, to talk about oh. that a little bit with you. Tell us a little bit about okay. La Olympia. So if you think about uh, the candle flame and the wick in the center, what the shamans do is they clean the energy field around the person. That energy field that contain all the traumas, the issues, the ancestry problems, all the negative energy, what we call. And some of those negative energies are attachment or attachment of a negative energy on your body or more maybe energy that goes into your body and create diseases. See, negative energy come down, a negative energy is a uh, dark energy that is heavy energy that sits on your body, that goes down and sits on your body. And if it's, in the beginning, it sits like on your skin, and then it goes into your, your tissues, and then into your bones, and then into your organs. And uh, that's what creates disease. And so that, the idea, the native uh, way of doing it is by constantly clearing the energy field that you are containing. You know that everywhere you go, you are carrying uh, your energy foot, footprints to any room, to any place that you are doing, you're meeting people. Every person is containing this energy field and it passes on to another person. If you sit next to somebody on a plane or on a bus or on a train, that energy from that person that sits next to you, and, and I'm sure you know that, right? You, you, you were just fine before. Yeah, and then all why of a sudden I don't that's... go out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not kidding. I would prefer to stay here. <laughs> well, For that reason. I, mean, I, I know you're, you're telling the truth. This absolutely has an effect. Absolutely. So what you want to do, you, you do need to go out, but you need to clean yourself. You need to sage yourself. You need to, to blow trago on yourself, work with plants or work with aqua florida. Uh, so the, what the shamans do is they, they clean the, uh, the energy field around you. They embedded it with uh, beautiful energy or life energy of plants and, and perfume. And then they seal it with the rocks or with, uh, they put, protect your energy field and then they harmonize it with sound vibrations. And uh, what, what, what the, the effect of that for people who are experiencing it is that they feel like 10 years left of them. It's like they, it, they feel refreshed. I mean, sometimes I see people's faces when I do these uh, ceremonies uh, they come so depressed, so angry, and then they they become new again. They become like ch- children again. It's such a beautiful, powerful um, uh, ceremony. So that's La Limpia. Limpia is cleansing. That's the that's the word. Um, oh, uh, okay. To, to limpia, limpia is a is a is a cleansing. So removing of negative energy or purifying the energy of field around the person. And the effect is, is amazing because some people, I had one guy who was very distressed and he couldn't sleep and he slept 24 hours and he called me and he says, uh, is, that, is that normal? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that normal? <laughs> oh. um, and so, so it, it changes the, so it changes the 
energy field around you, the, the, uh, the balance between the positive ions and the negative ions. So the negative ions is what we call chi, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the energy that comes from the earth, from the, from the plants, from the trees, from the ocean, from sea salt. Uh, when you go to the ocean, you feel that energy, right? Uh, when you go to the, when you have plants, uh, you feel yes. that freshness. Uh, mm-hmm. But the energy of the sun, the energy of the, uh, the energy of in in uh, around midday, uh, that energy that is full of positive ions, and we are surrounded with a lot of positive ions through all this electricity, all our cell phone, all our computers. They are emitting energy, and that energy is the positive ions, and it's not, it's not a healthy um, right. uh, energy for proven. us. Yes. It, it changes the way, uh, the, the balance between the positive and, uh, and um, negative ions in our body, and sometimes we are so poisoned by the positive ions that we are losing our balance, and we don't even know so why. So we need... We need more of the negative ions. Well, unfortunately, Isaac, this hour and a half has gone way too fast. It yes, has been so delightful. Oh, my goodness. You you are so delightful and so full of great information for us and our audience, and we're very, very grateful to you. Now, everybody, you can get a hold of Isaac on his website, Isaac Berry, that's B-E-E-R-Y.com, and the theandysummit.com. Right? That's the second one. So yes. feel free to reach out and Great. sign up for that Ecuadorian trip. Keep an eye on Itzhak's schedule. Maybe I'll see you up there at Kripalo. And until <laughs> next week, everybody, we will see you on the Blue Highway. And what a great night. Thank you so much, Itzhak. It is. Very it is it. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, we're going to have you back, so we'll, you'll be getting a call. <laughs> well, the, the, I, Thank I you. have so much more to tell, to say. I know. Well, really? you've got to come back. We're, we're, we're going to have you back, no question. No question. <laughs> but lots of love to you for all you do, and we'll reschedule you for, for very soon. Good night, everyone. Okay. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girl. I'm here, of course. Oh, thank you so much. That was fabulous. That was so wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank oh, you. You're very welcome. And I do hope that you come to Kripalo. I will. Um, I, forgot, I definitely will. I, I forgot that I think it's, uh, where are you? Are you close by? Yeah, I'm in the Berkshires of Massachusetts. Oh, so Kripalo my God. is probably 45 minutes away. It's not that far at all. Oh no no! I mean it's, it's right there. Yeah, let me so tell I'll you what the, sure the day. Come. Yeah, uh, there's another guy that is. Uh, what's his name? Was. Uh, but I tell you where it is. 
November, I think. Oh, yeah, November 17th to the 22nd. That's the whole week. Oh, great. Well, definitely. It's uh, <clears throat> Unleash Your Soul Potential, Shamanism oh, and IFS wonderful. Psychotherapy. It sounds great. Yeah. Well, do ask them if they're willing to give you a day to do the candle uh, stuff because everybody was so fascinated by that. And and it is something, if you can teach it in a day, you're likely to get a pretty good crowd for that. So um, oh, yeah. I, I know people would love, and I would pass the word around here uh, also to let people know to come and, and learn this from you because it's it just is so exciting. You can get that much personal information from that. It's just yeah. it's, it's terrific. Maybe the next program we can do on palm reading, shamanic palm reading. That's my okay. new thing. Let's, that's your new thing? Because right, it, we'll have you back for that it, one. It's so, it's so interesting because uh, – you don't need candles. You don't need anything, but you just look at the hands. And I, I do that online. This I can do online. And I, I do. This one um, you can. Okay. Yeah, I do uh, palm reading online because I, I wrote it down and I have all these um, uh, materials. that. Uh, and um, la- uh, last year we did it also um, online when we had people from all over the world. Uh, and it was really fantastic and uh, any kind of person who works with people can can use that. It's very beautiful. Well, let me know if you're going to do that again, because like I said, I will be happy to repost that for uh, people in our audience. We'll put it on the Facebook page. We'll put it on our website, and we'll just keep expanding that out so people know they can get this online class from you. Okay. Again, everything today is people hate to travel so much. They really enjoy the ease of the online experience. And so for something like that, you know, I, I, I think you'd get a, another big crowd for that type of thing. Yeah. For sure. Okay. That sounds so exciting. Well, definitely, please it, don't hesitate <laughs> to send me emails and keep me in the loop with everything you're doing and I'll keep spreading the word and we'll have you back for another show. This was so much fun and it just went too fast. <laughs> it went very fast. I mean, you know, I was really worried about an hour and a half, but it, my God. It was quick. I can it talk, felt like you know? we were just, yeah, well, it just it felt like we were on the air for 10 minutes. I mean, it was that, it just felt that quick. But it was so, yes. you did such a great presentation and, and all of your insight, I know our audience is thrilled with. So um, I would love to have you back. Let's see about maybe if you're free sometime in, in, um, in August, the beginning of August or something, we'll, we'll schedule you again. So uh, the second week be, of August, I, I, I'll be there. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be, in the beginning of August, I'm going to um, Colorado. Uh, okay. I'm teaching there. But I'm, I'm coming back uh, on the, the, the first, the, after the first week of, of, of August, I'm, I'll be there. I, I, I'm here. You're there in New York. Okay. All right, yeah, let's yeah, plan yeah. on that then. We'll plan okay. on that for Wonderful. sure. This has been delightful. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're very, this is very great. welcome. Thank you for both of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our pleasure. Okay. Well, you take care of yourself, and, and I'll be in touch very soon. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.